Hey everyone, welcome to the episode sixty-one of the SAP Cloud Platform monthly podcast. This is Sandy Ling, greeting from Germany. I hope you all stay safe and healthy. Today we have a special guest, and make sure you stay tuned until the end of the podcast. Before we jump into that, let's go ahead with what's new on SAP Cloud Platform. Do you want to be a voice of change? Now it's your opportunity. We recently launched a new channel, SAP Cloud Platform Feedback and Requirements Channel, which is part of the SAP Continuous Influence Program and provides you with the opportunity to give the valuable feedback, requirements, and improvement ideas on SAP solutions directly to our development teams. It covers platform foundation topics such as security services, multi-cloud, continuous integration and delivery, and lifecycle management. So make sure you log on with your as user and filter for SAP Cloud Platform and submit your improvement requests or vote on other ideas. Another cool thing I want to share today is that on May 12th, SAP is launching the. SAP Cloud Platform Extension Factory Kima Runtime. It is a Kubernetes-based runtime in which customers can build cloud-native applications and services to extend SAP solutions. The runtime includes a service catalog, an editor for serverless functions, a service mesh, an API gateway, and an event hub. Now it's already available on our、uh, multi-cloud data centers. So, what solution can you connect to? In parallel to、um, the Kima runtime, the newly built central management plan service was launched as part of any SAP Cloud Platform global account. The runtime can be conveniently configured. And managed by the central management plan, which provides out-of-the-box connectivity to S4 HANA Cloud, SAP Commerce Cloud, and SAP、uh, C4C Cloud for customers. Further application connectors will be delivered to cover the entire intelligence suite. So you might ask how to get Kima runtime. The Kima runtime is entirely consumption-based and auto-scales to your needs. To get started with SAP Cloud Platform Extension Factory Kima runtime, you can buy cloud credits via the、um, Cloud Platform Enterprise Agreement, so-called CPEA, and then. Automatically deploy one or multiple Kima runtime in the region best fitting、uh, your need. And here I will also address some new innovations for our、uh, cloud platform enterprise agreement model. There are such as、um, SAP HANA Special Services, SAP Cloud Platform Extension Factory Kima Runtime, SAP、uh, Cloud Platform Integration Suite, and SAP Business. Entity recognition. Another chance to become the voice of change. 
You can join us on remote usability testing from June 29th to July 1st, and it is um online an online event, and you don't have to be registered as an CFI now or as a annual attendee to participate. And virtual usability testing is open to everyone, all SAP customers and partners. And you can work directly with SAP and influence the future of our product, SAP Cloud Platform Discovery Center, by sharing your feedback in one of our remote usability testing sessions. And I will make sure to pass the link uh, in our、uh, episode guideline as well. Are you still stuck at home like me, wondering what to do during your free time? Why not just learn more about? The SAP Cloud Platform integration. Have you always wanted to learn more about、uh, integration capabilities of SAP Cloud Platform and wonder how the SAP Cloud Connectors works, and never have the time to learn? Now is your chance to improve your integration skills. We have here a list of recently published tutorials to help to keep you busy. SAP Cloud Platform Integration Onboarding Tutorial, Setting Up Transport Management of SAP Cloud Platform Integration, SAP Cloud Connector Tutorial, and Getting Started with SAP Integration Flow Development. Please note that to access the SAP Learning Hub Edition for SAP Enterprise Support, a one-time sign-up is required. And we all know that today's business world、uh, demands a lot from us. We are always working on a tight schedule and constantly forced to switch contacts, juggling an ever-growing number of topics at the same time. To master this、um, complexity by creating a work environment that allows you to be as efficient as possible. So the This is the key priority for our、uh, IT departments. And now you can integrate SAP Cloud Platform workflow with Microsoft Outlook. And make sure you check out the blog,、uh, which is written by、uh, Harold Schubert, and you will be able to learn how to processing form-based text running in SAP Cloud Platform workflow directly in Microsoft Outlook. Another chance to learn: the SAP Conversational AI team built a group of three tutorials available under developers.sap.com. The new tutorials focus on how to create an enterprise-ready chatbot that led our customer of a shipping company to check the packages and ask for shipping prices. So make sure you check them out and let us know about your feedback. And you can always explore more tutorials under our、uh, SAP Developers、uh, website. Hey everyone, I'm Sandy Ling. Welcome to our SAP Cloud Platform podcast, episode 61. I hope you all stay safe at home. And today, I invited my colleague Amy Cross to join me in the show. And we have such an honor of inviting our global head of SAP Cloud Platform and Information Management, Haridas Nair. So, Haridas, can you、uh, introduce yourself to our listeners? Sandy, thank you.、Uh, it's good to be on the show. 
yeah, I run the cloud platform go to market along with the um, enterprise information management portfolio, the go to market for that. And um, excited to be here. Yeah. And thank you for taking your time. And uh, we recently read a lot of uh, exciting news that Germany taps SAP Deutsche Telekom for contact tracing app. And I think governments have been debating on how to monitor citizens to help slow down the spread of the virus. And SAP also partnered with some public figures and how the virtual um, take your child to workday event. And that was phenomenal and that was a wonderful success. And we are actually reinventing our uh, work style and work lifestyle nowadays. So Haridas, what are your thoughts on this and how can SAP re technology really help here? Yeah, indeed, as you highlighted, you know, the chance to help at a country level is pretty exciting. Uh, in Germany, as you know, we, our teams built out the emergency repatriation of German citizens app that was done yeah. pulled together in about 24 hours. And, and it was all done on the cloud platform. And now, uh, you know, this contact tracing app, um, the, the team's working on, I look forward to that because it really helps, helps, um, helps the citizens. And I'm sure once the patterns are established, we could leverage it in other places also. And incidentally, at least in North America, you heard for the SAP for Kids app, where a team put together the app where kids can be connected with the school meals, and yeah. essentially you are you're you're meeting a a need and you're building the demand together. Uh, yeah. You're combining those two through an app and helping people find each other. And that's yet another app I think which was uh, reviewed on CNN also. So there are these yeah. multiple projects ongoing by some of our great teams uh, around yeah. the world, and yeah. and. The common thread I see is that in order to get something like this delivered quickly and fast, you know, cloud platform is essential to it in yeah. all three cases, but it's a repatriation application and now the contract tracing, which needs mobile, same with the SAP for kids app. And in yeah. another case, we also work with the hospital here trying to get them uh, spun up on on uh, on something with respect to analytics. So in all these cases, cloud platforms a common foundation which allows us to get things done faster. I think you are absolutely right, and I think uh, SAP uh, really innovate like in a quick way, in a agile way to to help you know with COVID nineteen situation. And and you make some uh, great examples here, like the Corona emergency uh, return app, and as well as the SAP for Kids app. Yeah. So um, as we continue to navigate the uncertainty, as as you mentioned, of the coronavirus, and try to work to lower the curve, and we understand that many of our customers are actually struggling to find a way to stay uh, active with their communities. And what is um, our SAP strategy to, to stay engaged uh, with our customers and partners? And I believe, you know, since uh, you are working um, in the go-to-market organization and you will have like more insights here to share with our listeners. Yeah, you know, until COVID hit, the the opportunities for customers, partners to get together with the tech edge, the sapphires, and the regional events we used to hold. You know, yeah. all that kind of suddenly stopped. And so yeah. what we did in go to market is really pivot to digital. So yeah. all of the events that we had been that was planned in person in many of these places, whether it was Italy or Spain or Nordics or APJ or yeah. Latin America, 
we have now converted to a digital uh, yeah. as as is sapphire also as you as you know yeah. but what we are finding is there is as people are at home yeah. there is a higher level of participation in these events yeah. and that uh, we are we are able to bring together partners customers to speak at these events and then uh, in these sessions we it is not just a one way presentation we have an interaction also so that gives them a little bit of a sense of community then the, which they lacked because they wouldn't have the in person interaction but now yeah. even with the pivot to digital we're able to bring people together get them the information and we find that as folks are at home they are more willing to sit and listen and take in the information yeah absolutely great news like also from sap side i mean even we could not make the physical events happen but we try to uh, transform them into digital format and i i did see the revolution here and i think sap really uh, try to understand uh, what matters nowadays and we really change the way we engage with uh, actual human people in a professional manner and and i think everything um works out very well through the magic of internet right <laughs> yeah. yeah so um as the pandemic is um disrupting the the business world and companies have no choice but to review their um, strategies to overcome the crisis and i think the whole uh, chaotic situation if is forcing companies to rethink their business strategies. So for SAP as well, we we are also rethink our uh, strategies to to engage with with customers. So, um, Haridas, do you have some great examples here? And how was SAP Cloud Platform utilized to to make an impact? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there are certainly in speaking to partners and customers, I'm definitely noticing some patterns in in yeah. in in our customer base. One of the first first patterns I would see, what I would call is flight to efficiency, meaning um, especially with the oil efficiency, the especially if you look at the oil and gas sector, given the way the pricing uh, has impacted them, what they're really looking to do is projects that had delivered efficiency, which means they can contain the cost, they are speeding up the rollout of that. So cases with one of our customers that we worked with where we had built them a remote operations center and that make, made their operations more efficient. It was it was deployed in North America and now they are fast tracking the rollout into other other parts of the world where they have operations. It's so one of the patterns in a in a flight to efficiency, meaning where they have clearly they got projects where they see the value, they are accelerating the rollout. The second pattern we see is really with respect to these contact tracing apps because not just countries, but every corporation sort of has a need for these contact tracing. As they get to this reopening state, it is important that they manage and understand if their employees have symptoms and if they have the data, they would be better able to manage the risk of spreading within the company. So yeah. contact tracing apps at an enterprise level make total sense. That's, that's another one of those projects where I see it getting fast-tracked. And the final thing I would say is, Everybody is working from remote. The other pattern I see is really where where you can automate things with bots. So, for example, if you go to even a hospital site today, if you want to, instead of calling someone, you are presented with a bot to go through your symptoms, and then they can give you some guidance whether you have you are you potentially infected, you're not infected. They can give you some guidance. So, 
across many regions, I'm finding this renewed interest in, in um, robotic process automation or bot technology to take out the human from the picture and automate it with some intelligence so that yeah. you can service the onslaught of customers who need information. So those yeah. really are sort of the three patterns I've noticed where projects are still being fast forward. Those are also the game changers, and, and we really have to utilize the ability to, to reimagine the way how, how we tackle the, the business challenges and, and really think, um, you know, really react to it and also, um, you know, try to um, reprioritize things. Yeah. So um, now I will pass the ball to my colleague Amy to continue the, the interview with Haridas. Thanks, Sandy. Hi, Hari. So, you know, speaking of business challenges um, and go to market, you know, we really hone in on the customer challenges and how we can provide them with the best outcomes. So business strategies, let's talk about the typical enterprise landscape. Uh, you know, most consist of SAP, non-SAP, hundreds of similar instances on and off-prem, unconnected, disparate, all of that. Uh, you know, so this really gets to the real customer challenges, and this can provide a lot of uh, issues, lower de developer productivity, no real-time access. So how can we can you know how can we address this to our customers with cloud platform? How can we help them through you know their journey to you know their business transformation? Yeah. So the the one sentiment we hear from our customers, you know, the ones who have a good good set of SAP and non-SAP landscape they express really two things as a sentiment. The The first thing they express is, you know, we have we have a set of SAP systems. We're quite happy with them, but I wish I could get more value out of them. The second kind of sentiment in certain companies we hear is that, hey, we have we have an ecosystem of partners that we connect with, but we feel that if we connected to a whole lot of the other ecosystem that is out there that that is not able to discover us, we would probably make drive more revenue through an ecosystem. So in both of these sentiments that the customers express, they boil down into two requirements. You know, expand the reach of SAP's application data process, even non-SAP application data and processes to everyone in the enterprise, and then extend the reach of the same to people and enterprises or people and companies or partners beyond the enterprise. And these two requirements is what Cloud Platform handles really well, because with Cloud Platform, you're now able to take information that is held in one of an SAP LOB system and make it available on mobile, thus everybody in the in the enterprise can get access to it. You know, similarly, by building out these supplier portals, distributor portals, and giving access to the information sitting in SAP backend systems, you're able to extend the reach. Both of these requirements can be handled through cloud platform, and um, and that is where the value really comes in, in making sense out of the chaos sometimes <laughs> that is in enterprises with these multiple systems. Absolutely, excellent. So, you know, with that in mind, when people are kind of back on track and the world gets back to normalcy, kids are back in school, people have their their sanity back, and they're kind of looking at these challenges from a macro or even micro level, you know, what would we have learned after all of this, you know, this world we're living in with COVID-19 from the business perspective? And how can we set our customers up for success so they can stay future-proof and future strong if something like this happens again? You know, how can they mitigate some of these risks? Yeah, look, you know, at a, at a top level, I would say business travel definitely has changed for sure, right? In the sense that you may 
not need to go for every meeting in person and customers may be more willing to take a meeting via Zoom, which uh, which really allows you to you know save time and uh, and really focus on helping the customers with value, right? Because otherwise, as you as you've noticed, you know, when many of us travel, a significant amount of time is spent traveling at airports, uh, whereas when we end up for a few meetings, the amount of time that is taken <laughs> that is wasted is 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 um, so I think that bit that bit is definitely changing. The yeah. second thing is uh, the working working remotely, I feel is is probably here to stay. People are starting to get adjusted to that. And in many cases, it is it is possible, and um, and we may be able to attract talent in different areas, which um, which can work remotely. And finally, I would say from from solutions that we present to the customers, you know, a shift definitely has to come. We really have to focus on driving efficiency for the customers, driving automation for the customers, because when the next disruption or if there is a second wave of infections, etc., you know, the solutions that people would be looking for is where things are automated, where things can be handled remotely, even using your mobile devices with AR, et cetera, mm -hmm. where an expert doesn't have to fly to an oil rig to look at the uh, look at the instrument. They can remotely via mobile guide somebody. And secondly, you know, you are you are going to be monitoring with telemetry all your systems, whether it's an oil rig, whether your plant machinery, all the data coming in can be analyzed by artificial intelligence so that you are you are running either predictive which allows you to make sure that before the failure happens, you're doing maintenance uh, so that some guy is not there every day looking at it so that human uh, human can now be more at the central office and these systems, uh, the information about these systems can come to you more digitally. Uh, so that that's something I'd see as an acceleration uh, happening in terms of automating things and driving for further efficiency in organizations. Perfect. Thanks, Harry. All right, Sandy, take it over. Yeah, so uh, it was nice, and I think um, Paridas also like really uh, tried to summarize that um, Corona did transform uh, our thinking like for a new world, and and our customers are actually you know looking for some innovative way to um, observe things like remotely and also try to run their business like more efficiently. So um, that's. That was like a really great um, summary uh, of our interview today. It was great to have Amy and Harry in our show. And I hope like you guys enjoy listening to it and talk to you next time. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thank Bye. you. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Amy. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the SAP Cloud Platform podcast. In case you are interested to learn more about SAP Cloud Platform, visit our homepage at cloudplatform.sap.com. The SAP Cloud Platform Podcast is powered by OpenSAP. OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and the thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today in one of our OpenSAP courses at open.sap.com. Thanks a lot and see you.